Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Witcher Lorecast, where we take a look into the vast universe of the Witcher, such as the games, books, shows, and so much more. Welcome back, Witchers, to another episode of the Witcher Lorecast. I am one of your hosts, Ben of Tamaria, and always with me is my good friend, Toasty. Hello. And um, we apologize if we might sound a little rough. We are both uh, dealing with the Catriona. So there's that. It's pretty rough. It is. And uh, joining us this week is our patrons. Since today is our patron chat, we have two of our awesome patrons with us. We have none other than Genesis. Hi, I can be the high energy today if you'd like. (laughs) There we go. And uh, Mormon Milkman. Salutations. And today we are in the spirit of the, you know, United States Thanksgiving spirit of the holiday. So we are going over all the characters that we are thankful for on the continent. So who wants to kick it off first? Not it. All right. I mean, I think it's kind of obvious the first character that we're all thankful exists in this game, in this universe, in this book series, in this TV show, uh, and that's Geralt. Uh, Of course. Everybody's thankful he exists. Oh, absolutely. I mean, without him, we wouldn't have the series that we have today, and we wouldn't have Henry Cavill playing as Geralt in the first three seasons. Right. Oh, that just brought up a random question. If not Geralt, who else could you see being the main protagonist of the series? I mean, there's the person that the series is actually <laughs> truthfully about, because Geralt is not the main character, and that's Siri. Yeah. Okay, valid. That that's that's true. Or or hear hear me out. It's the it's the character that we all know and love. Dandelion, Dandelion. obviously. You know, the whole tales is about him and his tremendous tales with the Witcher and the uh, Lioness of Sintra and him slaying dragons and all. Yes, true. is the NPC in Dandelion's first player. Oh my god. (laughs) I love it. I mean, this this kind of accurate, to be fair. I mean, Dandelion's the one who tells us the story through the medium of Geralt about the story of Ciri. It's a very like convoluted narrative that the books take. Absolutely. That is correct. Do either of you do either of y'all remember the I think it's the first fable game where there's the where gosh. Yeah, the very first fable game, you're rescued by the clan of heroes. There's one other um other apprentice who's like the little sister of the main like big hero in the heroes guild and all throughout the entire campaign all you do is every almost i would say at least every other mission you're talking to this girl and it almost and she's telling you every time you see her she's telling you all about what you're doing what, what she's doing what she's doing you know all the things she's accomplished and like Halfway through that game, I was feeling like, are we focusing on our thing, or is every mission just going to be us getting more about this lady? And that, I guess we could say that's 
dandelion's point of view. So. It's also very reminiscent of Ash and Gary. Right? Ah. His name is Gary, right? Or am I crazy? Sparks and Who's the who's the guy that you always fight up against? He's your rival in the original Pokemon. So there's oh Gary, so he's Paul yeah. Blue in the games. Okay. He's Paul Blue in the games. You're right. Is that better? Is there less sparks when I'm talking now? But yeah, um, you know, Geralt, Siri, Dandelion, obvious, obviously those three. And of course, yeah. when I say Siri, my phone goes off. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm grateful that I don't have an apple. That's fair. Um, but I mean, other than those three, the other person, another character that comes to mind is definitely Zoltan. Because mm. I, I, I need a, I need a dwarf companion. I, I need a dwarf companion. That or Zar- uh, Yarpin and his crew. I'm thankful for both. Serve their parts in the separate stories. Zoltan and Yarpin are kind of like Yarpin's the the book era, Zoltan's the game era. So, right, exactly. I'm thankful for both Triss and Yen. Yen a little bit more, but just having Same. <laughs> having uh, <coughs> and, and Siri falls into this category as well, and actually a whole bunch of women do but having a bunch a group of women who pass the Bechdel test all the damn time is really important to see in games and in books so the fact that it's not all about like not everything is about Geralt um, (coughs) especially when like two sorceresses are talking you know they're dealing with their own lives they're doing their own things um so I think that it's really, really awesome to see women in power that weren't placed there by men and that have their own source of power. I think that takes us back to, um, you know, Geralt may be the main NPC, but this is really Dandelion's story. <coughs> and while I'm talk- talking, it goes back to what we were saying about it's Dandelion's story, and I feel like that just helps you build um, better characters is, you know, kind of a person-and-a-half <laughs> point of view. Yeah, and that's what I mean. That's one thing I love about the Witcher novels is Andrzej Spakovsky really made it equal across the board for all the characters to be a some sort of hero in their own right and have their own like story, power, um, and it really breaks the, I would say, stereotypical fantasy set, uh, setting. I mean, the Witcher mm-hmm. itself is completely a 180 on everything normal fantasy uh, being, you know, a dark fantasy and not everything is sunshines and rainbows. Agreed. Uh, You always expect the good guy to make the good guy choices and he wins the good day and that's how the story goes. He slays evil and that's just the way that it works. But the Witcher just throws so many complex nuances into it. You know, being the good guy isn't always making the slay the evil monster choice. Yep, exactly. Uh, I mean, it comes back to, you know, Geralt's time in Blaviken and how he got the nickname. Yes, he did the right thing. And yes, he did um, what he thought was morally correct. But it wasn't Sunshine and Rainbows. He got the nickname and moniker of the Butcher of Blaviken and was most hated for that mm-hmm. and feared yep. mm-hmm. I think this is the part where Toasty throws a wrench into oh. everything <coughs> as I always do I'm thankful for Amir of our Emery's because it's always good to have someone you fucking hate more than anything <laughs> okay that's fair I was about to say um why and then okay yeah makes sense that's my reason why you always need a bad guy that you want to spike their head across the freaking battlefield and yeah yeah and it's like he's a bad guy and like (coughs) there's obviously some like 
this sort of like real not great stuff or whatever. But I mean, when we look at typical fantasy settings, like incest slash like dudes marrying uh, like super young women is kind of commonplace, which is gross, but it is the way it is in <laughs> fantasy. But like other than that, he doesn't particularly do anything like super like egregiously horrible that you like other than just typical bad guy shit. So you can think of a lot of other bad guys and stuff that, you know, they do things that are so like are so bad. I'd rather them just not be in the story at all. <clears throat> so, Yeah, that's fair. Like Ryan's, in my opinion. He can mm-hmm. get, mm-mm, mm-mm. We throw Stregovor in there too. Absolutely. Yeah. Fucking. I, I effing, I, I fucking hate Stregovor with the burning passion of every. And of course, they made him more prominent in the show, which was worse. Yes. (laughs) Oh my god! Every time I saw his face, like I just want to like take a sword and like stab you through the face. God dang. The worst part is that they gave him that little bit of like quote unquote redemption arc through his act of super racism. Yeah. The act yeah, of I... suicide bombing yeah. uh a bunch of elves because he hates elves that much. It's like, dude, what the fuck are you trying to do, show? So, dear listener, toss the coin to your Witcher. We made Ben swear. Oh yes, you did. <laughs> Oh, shit. Is that a thing that doesn't happen very often? No. No. I guess no. I just take care of it all well, the time. You know, it's because I host three other shows. I have to like, I have to be careful on what I talk about. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. I, I remember. remember. <laughs> <clears throat> do, I, do I still have the record for that? <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, you do. Uh, fun. Cool. I'm proud of that. <laughs> okay. But uh, shut the force up, Toasty. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I didn't do Sith, all right. <laughs> oh. Amazing. But yeah, um I mean, we can be thankful for villains even though we all hate them with our burning passions and fiber of our beings and want to uh fucking kill all of them. But you, like you need a villain. That's just oh, yeah. how it is. You yeah, need a villain. Absolutely. So. You need a re- wow. You need a good relatable villain, though I wouldn't say the villains in The Witcher are relatable. <laughs> yeah, no. They're just all uh, evil sons of bitches. It's, it's fine. That's like kind of... I feel like that was before the era of like vil- relatable villains, so it's okay. That's true. I mean, it was... The Last Wish was published back in the like 88 or 89. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that was well before... You know, two thousands where oh, we need a relatable villain to have more impact in the story. It's like, yeah, I mean it helps, but a good villain's still a good villain. <laughs> but any other thankful characters we can think of on the top of our heads? Um, we have Mormon back, maybe Mormon. You got anything? Yeah. So y'all were uh, talking about villains just recently while i was go- when i got back we're still talking about characters we're thankful for i just <laughs> happened to mention the villain oh uh, you just have what villain did you mention just amir like, amir that's yeah a, that's fair i mean honestly yeah yeah no, that's that's fair um so i guess we're on my subjects of thankful characters now yes all right. Well, I guess uh, so. I guess the first character that comes to mind that I'm thankful for is, of course, one we've already mentioned. That would be Dandelion, just because I do feel like he is the um, he is the oversight, the you know all seeing eye that we really do actually get the Witcher story story from. You know, like you know, we don't get all probably get all of his um exaggerations and all that when we read the story we probably get a lot more of the truthfulness to it but really as you know it is a lot of it is the self-insertion of ourselves into dandelion when we're reading the stories at some points you know so and also he's just a he's just a fun character i love everything about him his name 
honestly, his name is my favorite part of him, you know? So, but. Good old Buttercup. <laughs> Good old Buttercup. But, I don't know, Dandelion is the first thing, one that comes to mind is the one I'm most thankful for. But, you know, I also, v- Vesmir is also probably one of my mm. other most thankful characters. Just, I, I love, I love Vesemir and just his own special, you know, <laughs> just old man ways, you know. I've always, and I've always mostly enjoyed the older, what was that? He was coughing. Oh, I just love, I mostly, I just love the older characters most of the time when it comes to stories like Professor X is probably one of my favorite X-Men if not if not Wolverine Wolverine is obviously my favorite X-Men but Professor X is probably my favorite X-Men as a char- X-Men as a character um I've always I don't know I've, I'm just one of those weird people who enjoy the older foreboding like mentor like characters you know like Dumbledore or even Hagrid you know so Vesemir is just a great character. I'm thankful is in the story, and I'm thankful for every part of him. And honestly, like out of all, the, I'm I don't know, you know, like spoiler alert for people who haven't played The Witcher Three. If I call it spoiler alert, I'm good to do it, right? Yeah, you're fine. Just... Yeah, you know, spoiler alert when Vesemir does meet his end in Witcher Three. It, it out of all the deaths and like things that happen in The Witcher, that's honestly probably the one that really hits the hardest, you know, just, you know, it, it's like, you're, he's old. He's obviously going to, he's probably closer to death than most other people, but it just, it just hits the most, you know, I'm, and I don't, I don't know how else to say. I just, I just probably would be most thankful for Dandelion and Vesemir as characters in the book and story and just Witcher as a whole, you know, there's, you know, just, that's, ones I feel the most thankful for, ones I really look forward to the most when seeing, hearing, or hearing from or about when it comes to this books and story, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, um, at this point, I think it's a good time to take our quick mid-break, and we shall be back. Very well. Let us get this over with. Something has infested my vineyard. Mm-hmm. Great. Let me go prepare my something oil then. Alright, welcome to the middle of the show where we talk about everything with the lore cast that has nothing to do with the lore of the Witcher. I just want to thank all of our patrons, uh, especially the ones joining us tonight. If you want to become a patron, you can sign up on patreon.com slash witcherlorecast. And a special shout out to our higher vampire, Jared M, as well as our new ghoul uh, patron, uh, Julia P. So thank you for signing up to the patron chat or to the patron itself. Get ad free episodes and all that. And if you ever want to join us on the show, you can just upgrade your tier. And then you can also support us in a few other ways. You can support us on Apple and Spotify. If you leave a five-star review on Apple with some words, we're to out loud the next time on the show, as well as a Spotify comment on a specific episode, which, which this is funny. Um, the Spotify comment that we have for this week is from Jen saying from last week, uh, I have the sword of contempt. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you, Jen, for commenting. And uh, you can also find us on a few different Discord servers. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net, as well as my own Discord server, the Ben and Friends Podcasting Discord, where you can find this show as well as the other shows that I host. Um, and other than that, I think that's it for the mid-break. Toasty, do you have anything to add? Negative, Ghost Rider. All right. Well, let's get back into the show. You smell of death and destiny, heroics and heartbreak. It's onion. Right, yeah. All right, we are back, and I'm assuming we have some more characters to be thankful for, or are we wanting to switch things up and 
go over characters that we are not thankful for and want to burn at the stake. I mean, that sounds like fun. <laughs> I always love hating on people, you know? <laughs> right. So, obviously, I'm down. <laughs> we had some earlier in the first part of the show, you know, Amir, Strigabor, um, Ryans. Does anybody? I, I'm, I'm, we all can name quite a few. Jin looks yeah. ready. Jin looks ready. Oh, ready. <laughs> no, no, no. It's actually funny because it was like I had one more to add to oh. uh, like uh, characters we're thankful for. Oh, go ahead. And it was in Witcher 1. The witch Abigail made me continue playing the Witcher and going through the game because I had been like slogging around and not wanting to keep playing. And then I was like, I met her. I got her romance card. And then I was like, all right, I'm back in the game. I'm hooked. <laughs> so I'm thankful for Abigail. I mean, is that the reason you got back into the game or is it because of the trading card? The trading card is the reason that I got back in the game. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, people that we hate. Oh, who do we not? Who are we not thankful for? Too many. <laughs> I mean, I got I'm one. Gonna... I got one locked and loaded. But go ahead, Mormon. I'm going to be brutally honest, and I don't know how tr- controversial this hatred i have towards him is but extra like i i know like kind of a teeter-totter character important blah blah blah, not technically always a villain not technically always a uh, ally blah blah blah. but honestly i just really really just do not like the guy no no matter what semi-pot not no matter what negative or semi-positive intentions he has or whatever but I don't know. I just really, I never liked him. You know, and I don't know how controversial that, that is. Cause again, I've just never liked him. So I've never paid full attention to his character. Just, I just like, I remember just never, never liking the guy, even in the parts where he's supposed to be helpful and doing a good thing, even though it's for his own alternate intent. But I've just never, never been, I never been glad to see that character. I'm like, I, we don't need this guy. We don't need him. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. And and I think the show made him worse. And you want to hate him even more from the show. So when we finally got the scene where he, you know, Geralt just like snaps his ankle in half, very satisfying. <laughs> yeah, because it, I again, um, he's supposed to be like that teeter-totter character like that necessary evil you know the good evil and the good the good and the evil kind of characters and that like kind of what he's supposed to be or you know i maybe i'm over maybe i'm overthinking it but yeah i just honestly never never like never like the character or the guy you know so it's fair i think there's like a a little bit of a point in like the novigrad storyline where i like I kind of like him a little bit. He's not like, but yeah. Then the later part where the the rat of admission it becomes like, oh no, never mind. Still hate you. You still suck. Speaking of uh, other villains, Toasty, I is that who's yours is? I'm thinking. Who? The rat of it. No, no. What? I mean, I don't like Radovid. I don't like Radovid for sure. But mine, because this is this is an example of a character that like this does so many like horrific things that are just like one of my least favorite ones in the entire story, and that's uh, Nissel. Because of very uh, obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah, because she's from the rats, right? If I recall. Yep. Yep, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how... Because we were getting to that point in season four. Um, mm, I know We the- can do a spoiler warning if we want to detail it, but it, we'd also need to do a content warning as well. Yeah, no, we're not going to get too like into it. It just yeah, bad so. things happen, and um, 
let's just say the show there i think there was like this might have been one of the reasons why they upped the age of siri in the show um to where it's not like it's still terrible and disturbing and just no it's a it's a big no-no but the books is mm-mm-mm. yeah no Let's just leave it at the fact that that's that she's series groomer is the uh, least egregious of her crimes, <clears throat> and we'll leave it at that because yeah no do not like do not like this character. I'm hoping that they do away with it in the show and they don't do that, but you know, I guess we'll see. Yeah, no, I, I, I can go I, to a slightly less hated character but still somebody that i want to stab go ahead uh i don't even know their name because they are a faceless nameless person but it's the one who hurt priscilla who cut her throat and poured down formaldehyde down her throat it's not that person can go die pretty sure that's the vampire no no no, I that just was read in through a, the entire wiki page on Priscilla, and it says her attacker is unknown. I even clicked all the spoiler buttons. <laughs> oh, I thought it was that vampire you have to kill or could kill. I thought it was the coroner. Is it oh vampire? yeah, really? What? Or is the coroner covering for that? No, the coroner is the vampire. The coroner is okay. If I recall, oh, yeah, no. the coroner is the higher vampire. I gotcha. Then yeah then yeah whoever yeah whoever that is sucks yes a lot because w- Dandelion has a lot of like he's done a lot of stupid things in his entire life but my God can you just give him one person who he actually can be with and then you traumatize him like why yeah. Honestly, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting you to go any further with this sentence than Dandelion has done a lot of stupid things. I wasn't expecting <laughs> well, I mean, to go has. any further. He has. It'd be true. Like, it's true. Yeah. Priscilla is like his. Like I, I, I would, I would say Priscilla is probably his soulmate. Like it's, they are a pretty good match for each other. Both bards, both minstrels, love the art, and they run their own, you know, inn mm-hmm. slash bard place. Um. So like it's great, and then this ha- and then that happens like later in the game, and I was like, okay, who did this? Why? And um, when I find you, you're dead. Mm-hmm. And why can't you find like why don't they sell Priscilla's like song on iTunes or anything? You can't find that song. You have to YouTube it. Make yeah. a full song. Justice for Priscilla. Could it be a copyright thing? No. No, because no. Witcher, they, they um, CDPR puts all their soundtracks out. Um, and it's an original song. But uh, another hated character that we all want to, you know, burn and kill is um, Radovid. Who you can, stri- well, you don't, you cause his death, you don't deliver the death blow. Unfortunate. I, I I despise that man so so much, and You're I rightfully so. And I really hate how they're kind of like making him like relatable in the show. I was like, oh no, god, just yeah. no, stop, stop. <laughs> this guy becomes a tyrant later. No. Oh um. Oh, what's his what's his name? The captain of the witch hunt in Novigrad, not Novigrad, freaking the other big city. The captain of the witch hunt. What's his name? Are you talking about um, in Witcher Three? Um, you he, he's like the city captain guard. He's like are you talking about the, in Oxenfurt where you have to storm his like keep. And like have to I get th- information about Siri he, that was given to you by Dooney. 
that. Yes, but not 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 horse son. Oh, but oh, yeah, not horse son. Speaking of someone, <laughs> right? Speaking of someone to hate. <laughs> no, but like, he's a good one. Like there, there's there's a city guard and there's one captain. He is like, he is like the high one of the highest instigators of like. Are you talking about the one that pets. like you go with Triss and like you can have him like his uh, torture torture her and like you get information from him? Are you talking about that? I think so. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. That's that's a good one too. That's a very good answer for that one. It is. Mm-hmm. But Horson, mm, that's a whole different yeah. story. <laughs> oh God! That one you can, you can end his life. <laughs> I don't think there's any quest more satisfying than that one. Like. Honestly, like just being able to like actually put him down. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah. It's it takes a special kind of person to first pick leaving him alive. So. Yeah, um, I want to see a not- poll on that. <laughs> I want to see like a poll on people that have like actually left that man alive because I feel like the numbers got to be. Fucking tiny. Well, you you gotta specifically do people who their very first time Witcher play, playing Witcher did it because I'm sure there's people who have done it just to check the storyline just to see. Oh how it yeah, for sure. Line. But like first pick, like I I do not want to meet the person who first pick leaving Horse Sun alive. You know, especially where you find him, just like yeah, find him. He's got like dead women in the tub. This one hanging from the ceiling or something. It's real bad. Yeah. You know, you, you should have been able to kill him in a more violent way. It should have been an actual bloodbath in both ways. So, yeah, but that doesn't seem very Geraltish, you know? So, the two outcomes if you spare or kill Horson Jr., if you spare him, he becomes a hobo and it's, you see him getting attacked <laughs> by some kids. And if you kill him, Dudu takes over his identity and turns his business into a legit. Wait, why does he become a hobo? Wait, what? I'm so confused. How did that plan of events happen? Well, I, mean, I guess because he doesn't have the backing anymore. Because like, doesn't Radovid give you the clear to kill him if you want? So he's not. Yeah, like, there's that, and then he's, oh yeah, he's also backed by. Um, isn't he pack- backed by some of the Carta? I think so. From Novigrad, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I don't know. He's like one of the members, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, I mean, if you spare him and, you know, you can beat him up pretty badly without killing him. So, but let's be honest. We we, we just we just cut his head off because it's, you know, it's justice. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, and I, I, I guess oh, go ahead, Jen. <clears throat> I was gonna say, I wish upon the world that you step on a million Legos if you decide to hurt Trollolol. That is the real life curse I put out there. That's fair. That's entirely fair. Yeah, fair enough. You must always protect Trollolol, and if you don't, you truly are evil. This podcast deserves to step on Legos. This podcast has gone zero days, zero patron chats without mentioning Trollolo. <laughs> well, Trollolo is special. He he's a special troll. He he's, you know, Trollolo. I'm not saying he's not. Spe- I'm not saying he's not a special troll. I'm. I just. I almost brought him up a while ago. A while ago, and I'm like, no. Let's see if we can get through one patron chat without mentioning the troll, even though he does deserve to be mentioned. Let's see. If you we know, can know what? One. I'm thankful for Trollolo. <laughs> Agreed. He's the reason why rock trolls are as goofy and hilarious as they are, and how honestly you don't really like kill a whole lot of rock trolls through The Witcher mm-hmm. Three. Because most of them are like sentient enough to where you can just like uh, finagle your way out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even Wham Wham, that one where you literally have to run away for like a solid five minutes to get him to calm down. <laughs> the enraged troll, Wham Wham. 
or Bam Bam. Is his name Wham Wham or Bam Bam? I think it's. He's like Bam enraged. He's all more familiar. I don't know why. Yeah, he's like an enraged, and he's like glowing red for some reason. Is and, it? Is it Bam Bam from the Flintstones? Yes. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm thinking it's Wham Wham because I'm borderline sure Bam Bam is like two on the nose. I'm yeah, pretty sure it's Wham Wham. It's Wham a Wham. Wham a Wham. Wham Okay. Where do you mean? Same thing. Where do you mean Wham a Wham? I don't remember. I think it's in uh, Skellige. There was a mining operation, and a guy asked you to go. Ch- uh, his miners are dying and won't go back, so he has you go check it out, and you just basically come back to him and say, "Yeah, no nope, place is haunted." And he's like, "Damn it." Oh, okay. <laughs> place is haunted. You got ghosts. You got rock ghosts. Oh no! Yeah, he lives in a silver rich cave on Ard Skellig. Yeah. Oh wait, is this the? <laughs> was this? This is not the uh, arena one. No. Okay. Because no. there's the arena troll that you fight on Skellige. But you fight a lot of things on Skellige. Yes, yes, you do. And there's too much to do on Skellige. In Skellige. I mean, the water alone, holy crap. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of water. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? But, um, is there any other characters we despise? We are unthankful for. Like, we don't have to hate them. We could just say characters that we just did not like having in the story that we felt pulled no weight or just brought in more trouble than they were worth, you know? We could always say that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of some on top of my head, but I'm coming up to a blank. <laughs> Characters who cause too much trouble than they're worth. Uh, could we argue Siri? Probably not, but... <laughs> Who causes? Who's the cause of most of the problems in the witch? You know what character causes more trouble than she's worth? Triss Marigold. (laughs) (laughs) Yennefer. All of the sorceresses. Anyone in political power. Look, look. I mean, that's fair. Geralt Geralt and Yennefer could have had a very just, you know... But... Triss had to come along and manipulate him and fuck everything up. Normally, I blame. Normally, I'd blame the man for this, but considering his amnesia for the 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 video games, is he actually has a viable excuse? <laughs> the one excuse any man has: amnesia, <laughs> which is a legitimate mm-hmm. excuse in his eyes and his uh. In his cat eyes, in his uh, in his tail. Good excuse. Yeah, he actually had an amnesia. Like now, do I think that if he hadn't had amnesia, that like he still wouldn't have uh, gotten jiggy with Triss and Caramoran? He probably would have. Yeah, absolutely. I think he would have put more. uh, I think he would have put more emphasis on finding Yennefer. Uh, as well, so. Yeah, that's fair. Um, shoot, I have no argument with this. <laughs> oh, the Tris, the Tris defender can't argue against this. Hmm. You're gonna have to work on those arguments, there, Ben. I, I know. Uh, yep. <laughs> red hair. Yep. That's my only argument. That's hey. That is if yes. Yes, I agree with Mormon on that. You don't need amnesia to lose to forget everything when you see a nice head of red hair. Red hair's just redheads just don't do it for me like most like it does for a lot of dudes. Con- context, you, you mean like compared to other dudes, not like dudes not like saying red hair does less for you than other dudes. Anyways, I yes, guess. <laughs> I'm gonna get off that train of thought. Yeah, that that'd be wise. Um, <laughs> like I'm a I'm a 
proud bisexual man. I don't care. Oh, so it, it could be taken in both contexts. Well. Yeah, that's why I said yes. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like a questionable yes. It was an affirmative yes. Okay, I yes. guess now. It was a questionable yes because I didn't understand what the fuck you were saying. But once I did, I still... <laughs> The answer is yes. <laughs> Nobody understands what I'm saying half the time. So don't that's feel, fair. Don't feel Honestly. <laughs> what? No defense. Thanks. No. <laughs> no. Sorry. Sorry, Mormon. You got <laughs> directly under the bus. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. <laughs> no, I'm thrown under the train because it was a train of thought. Ooh, I like Man, that. That's pretty good. That was pretty good. Maybe redemption arc right there. Maybe we just had the the Mormon redemption. Redemption moment. Not much of an arc. Fair enough. Oh. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else that is just like, you know, when you were talking about like sorceresses that are just are there to screw things up. And I was like, you know what? Coral. I didn't need Kiramets. No, that's fair. I, I wanted I her, but I didn't need her. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess so. <laughs> I I personally think, and maybe not for like the story of the witch or whatever, I think Kira Metz serves a very valuable purpose in like a theme of the story and like a strong like storytelling device that is using sex to manipulate the audience into doing something and getting fooled by it. And Kira Metz just makes it work better. It's, it's what it is. Like, he's straight up. Kira's in the story to, like, you find her attractive. She's kind of your first op- opportunity to have sex with an NPC. And a lot of people do it and then get played. And it's like, that's that's a very strong, like, plot device to have in your story. Yeah. E- even though she doesn't have red hair, Kira is probably my favorite of the sorceresses. So... Like, she's baddie. She is a baddie. Oh yeah, yeah. This is. I don't think does... I've never not taken a bath with Kira. Like that's. I always do, because I always fall into that trap, and that's fine. I accept that about myself. Maybe I mean, that's I, why I don't I want do it in too. the game because I fall for it every fucking time. <laughs> to be fair, it's a very Geralt move. Geralt's absolutely betting Kira Metz. Yeah, he has no self control <clears throat> whatsoever. I, I'm gonna be honest. I'm just seeing like a like you know that scene from Gumball where like pizza the um, banana is like continually trying to eat a hot piece of pizza and it's just Kiramesa's face on the pizza he's like trying to eat it and just keeps burning his mouth and he's going oh 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 <laughs> keeps holding it back that that's <laughs> that's the exact situation every time you re- replay The Witcher you just burn yourself on the mouth and you're like you just want that slice of pizza. I have one Did comment you really to just that. Pull a reference to the amazing adventures of. <laughs> Gumball, please yes. don't, please don't do that. Cartoon Network went downhill. Okay, <laughs> so I, I'm just saying that that's what I'm picturing. It's just like continually trying to eat a piece of pizza, but it's too hot. But and Kira being too hot, you know. Yeah, but I is. keep eating she it. She really is. Yeah, it's a it's a damn good piece of pizza. All right. Yeah, now, I, I would keep eating it too. <laughs> A sorceress we absolutely don't need is Philippa. Oh, she's there for the drama, honey. Oh, you I know have she the is. Drama. We definitely need Philippa in there. Nah. She's I the mean, motivation for like two, like primary NPCs. That's true. If without Philippa, what is the story of Dijkstra and Radovid? Nothing. <clears throat> Radovid's probably Without just a Philippa, stable dude. What is Dijkstra? Exactly. <laughs> Lonely. I'm this man. This man has been pining for this woman for the entirety of his storyline. Probably more <laughs> mentally stable, even if just probably you probably would have two uh, fairly two stable dudes. Maybe maybe a Radovid who doesn't burn all every sorceress at the stake. Where would we be without Philippa? Probably somewhere better. Not the Witcher. Any, Not the Witcher, that's yeah. for sure. That's true. <laughs> um, if anybody also read uh, Season of Storms, Coral is in that one. She's the main sorceress in that. 
she does a whole manipulation of Geralt in that, just like Triss does in Witcher 2. But he doesn't have amnesia or anything. Oh, man. That's because Geralt likes to get it. And that's okay. Yeah, the whole novel is about him losing his two swords. Essentially. And And his third one? No, giving away his third one. (laughs) Yeah, essentially. Yeah, essentially. (laughs) But uh, I have no other thoughts on characters. Does anyone else have any final thoughts? I guess my final thoughts would be um, which two characters are you inviting to Thanksgiving with your family? I mean, that's... That's a very good question. Um, I would say like, I I want to say Geralt and Dandelion for me. Geralt and Dandelion. All right. Got, Dandelion like, and Siri. Ooh. Mm. Uh, like, go ahead, Tosi. I think Siri's a good one. Ain't. <laughs> Ain't no fucking realm of existence am I taking Dandelion, Geralt, or any sorceress in this fucking series to <laughs> Thanksgiving with my family. Um, I'll say... I'll say Priscilla. <laughs> I think Priscilla would be would be a good addition at the Thanksgiving table. Yeah, she's a smart choice because uh, she has a high class about her and she's just a standard bard who doesn't get into too much trouble unlike a certain purple wearing hat bard mm-hmm. we can't let dandelion talk at thanksgiving it's just it's what you don't want to hear good. his extravagant <laughs> tales of him defeating the elf guardian army while helping Geralt try to find his lost I don't daughter. think he's telling those stories <laughs> at the thanksgiving table though oh i i i, I think he's telling it. all his women's stories at the table <laughs> Yeah, you gotta realize we're not taking him to a Thanksgiving dinner. I'm saying like two of these two characters just randomly appear at the door at your at your family Thanksgiving dinner you had last week. Like, Oof. like there's there's no cho- you're not choosing how the uh, you're not choosing how sorry. anything goes. Like, you're just Is it specifically mine my Thanksgiving because that's fine. I'll invite Dandelion then because my Thanksgiving yeah. dinner was me and Mrs. Toasty, and that was it. We did not go visit any family uh, because I can't stand any of mine. So I'll invite, uh, fuck, I can, I'll invite all, every every main character in The Witcher to my Thanksgiving uh, table. So you'll have that scene at the very end, like that special. I think that it was an anniversary scene <clears throat> where it was like mm-hmm. in uh, Cabo Blanco, where they're all around the table and everything. Yeah, like yeah, pretty thinking. much. I'm gonna have I have Geralt at the head of the table, uh, with Yennefer on his right and Triss on his left. You're terrible. Oh, you see what happens. Come to dinner. Sure. That sounds like okay. <laughs> I know I'm a terrible person, but honestly, that's the entertainment right there. Mm, that's fair. That's fair. I'll take it. All right. warming you didn't say who you would bring well i would love to bring i would love to bring zoltan but um i do i feel like he'd be a angsty company if there is no alcohol and we do not have alcohol at our family gathering so i feel like zoltan just wouldn't enjoy himself (laughs) hey as long as you have a deck of gwent cards you're good bro all right so i think if if you say that i think i'm going with with Gural and Zoltan then. Like I would love to have Dandelion, but I I do I do have to say like, you know, from just who I feel like would build a better atmosphere would be those two then. If you say Gwent cars will be enough for him. Yeah, because if you remember he has a whole quest line specifically trying to collect all the famous Gwent cards in Novigrad. And Gwent's fun. I'll just teach him to play magic. Fair. Yeah, that would be pretty good. Pretty good equivalent. Fair enough. But um, so that's a wrap for this episode. 
So before we leave, um, Genesis, where can people find you? Oh, fuck. Okay, whatever. Uh, uh, you can find me, Genesis, uh, at doing the Two Girls, One Ship uh, podcast where we talk about video game romances uh, and as well as the uh, cyberpunk lore cast that I do with, with my co-host, Toasty, uh, where we talk about everything in the world of cyberpunk. Awesome. Uh, Mormon, where can people find you? So I'm Mormon Milkman. Um, you can find me on the Discord, um, on, mo- on most gaming platforms, PC, Steam, PlayStation, Xbox. I'm also Mormon Milkman. I uh, don't really have anything else, uh, anything entertainment-wise I extend to. Just guy who loves the podcast and loves being here. Awesome. And Toasty. I have no idea what's going on here. And you can find me, like Jen just said, on the Cyberpunk Lorecast, uh, also on Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk Apostrophe D that I do with the Fumbling Four and Almighty Crit Gang. Awesome. And then you can find myself on this show as well as the other three shows I host, the Holocron Histories, the Final Fantasy Lorecast, and the Wizarding World Lorecast, all part of the Robots Radio Network. So come out to that discord go to the website find all of our shows listen to all of them it's great stuff so yeah and toasty stay safe on the path thank you for listening to the witcher Lorecast. you can find us on the robots radio discord at robotsradio.net you can find us on the Ben and Friends podcasting Discord, where you can share your thoughts, comments, or even experiences with the Witcher lore. You can also find us on Twitter at Witcher Lorecast. <laughs>